Ghosts of Christmas Past It should have been a joyous time. Christmas was coming. Rapunzel's very first Christmas since returning home to the castle. For the past 16 years of her life, she had spent every Christmas locked away in Mother Gothel's tower. The castle halls were decked with bows of holly. The butlers had just chosen the royal Christmas tree. Everyone was doing their best to spread festive cheer. Even the grumpiest townsfolk were merry. But in the royal family, one person was not ready for a happy Christmas. No way, uh-uh, said Rapunzel. I refuse to celebrate Christmas. What, cried Flynn. Why don't you want to celebrate the most wonderful time of the year? Rapunzel looked shocked. Wonderful, she said. I think you mean terrifying. Flynn was confused until Rapunzel shared her memories of Christmases spent in Mother Gothel's tower. You know how it is, Rapunzel said. There's all of that eerie Christmas music. Mother Gothel sang it nonstop at Christmas time. I hate chanting and growling. That didn't sound like any Christmas music Flynn had ever heard. Okay, he said, trying not to smile. What else? Mother Gothel also told me the tale of Nicholas, the ghostly Christmas elf, how he creeps into children, children's rooms on Christmas Eve and steals them away. It kept me up at bedtime, Rapunzel sighed and shrugged. But I guess all kids have trouble sleeping on Christmas Eve. Did you? Actually, no, Flynn said. I couldn't wait to go to bed and wake up on Christmas morning. You know, that's not what Christmas is like at all. From everything Rapunzel was telling him, he could see that Mother Gothel had gone out of her way to ruin Christmas for Rapunzel. She didn't want Rapunzel to leave the tower, Flynn thought, sadly, ever. Well, he could do something to change things now. Flynn smiled, taking Rapunzel by the hand. You know what? He said, I'll show you what Christmas is really like. Come on. He led Rapunzel outside the castle. Just look around and listen, he said. Does this seem spooky to you? They passed a group of children singing Christmas carols. It was like no Christmas music Rapunzel had ever heard before. A small boy raced over to Rapunzel. He held out a package wrapped with a golden bow. Merry Christmas, Princess Rapunzel, he said. Trick package duck, Rapunzel cried, diving for cover behind a low stone wall. She peeked out warily from her hiding place. Flynn and the children stared at her. Who ran away from a Christmas present? It's not a trick, Flynn said gently, just a gift. He opened the box. Inside was a handwoven crown of evergreens. Slowly, Rapunzel stepped out from behind the wall and took the crown from Flynn. She placed it on her head. A real Christmas gift? She asked, as if she'd never heard of such a thing. Not an exploding trick package? She knelt by the little boy and took his hands in hers. Thank you.
Rapunzel and Flynn wandered further into the town and came across the townsfolk decorating an enormous Christmas tree. Rapunzel pointed toward the top of the tree. You need a lot more charms up there, she said, if you want to scare off the ghostly Christmas elf. She picked up one of the ornaments, and I'm not sure these charms are anywhere near scary enough. They're not charms, Flynn explained, they're ornaments for decoration. Rapunzel frowned. Oh, well then, how do you keep the Christmas elf away? Flynn couldn't help laughing. They went back inside the castle where Flynn found some books about the real Saint Nicholas. See, Saint Nicholas isn't a ghostly Christmas elf. He's a jolly old fellow who travels far and wide on Christmas Eve, bringing gifts to all the boys and girls. Flynn showed Rapunzel drawings of a smiling bearded man carrying a sack full of presents. Definitely no kidnapping. Rapunzel and her chameleon Pascal looked at each other to think of all those Christmas Eves they'd spent huddled together, too afraid to sleep. You mean children have trouble sleeping on Christmas Eve because they are excited? She asked. Flynn nodded. Most children can't wait for Christmas. He watched Rapunzel take it all in. So now that you know what this festive time is really like, do you think you might be interested in celebrating it this year? For real? For the first time? Rapunzel's face lit up. Yes, she replied, and she sprung into action. For the next few weeks, Rapunzel lived and breathed Christmas enjoying everything that the season had to offer, everything she had missed out on while living in the tower. In the castle kitchen, she helped bake dozens and dozens of crumbly Christmas cookies. She learned every word of every Christmas carol she had never heard before. She decked every undecked part of the hall with garlands and ribbon, and for the first time, she made beautiful, not spooky, Christmas ornaments. Finally, she gathered paper ribbons and gift tags and carefully wrapped handmade presents for each member of her family. She could hardly wait until Christmas to see them opened. By the time Christmas arrived, Rapunzel was exhausted, but very happy. Rapunzel's father, the king, proposed a toast. For years, our hearts have not felt entirely whole at this time of year. He paused. An important part of them was missing. He smiled at Rapunzel. The queen raised her golden goblet and added her own words to the toast. But now, for the first time since you were born, Rapunzel, this Christmas is a joyful one for all of us. Rapunzel couldn't agree more, surrounded by her loving family, in front of the crackling fire. She could not imagine a better Christmas. Rapunzel sighed happily and flopped down next to Flynn on a cozy sofa. Thank you for all of this, she said. I should really be thanking you, Flynn admitted. You know, this is my first Christmas with a real family. All those years I spent growing up in an orphanage, I knew what Christmas was supposed to be like, but it somehow never felt that merry until now. Flynn and Rapunzel sat together in front of the fire, but before long Rapunzel fell asleep. 
had been a wonderful Christmas Eve and there would be many more like it for years to come.